0: Here is the closing Schwab market update as of 4.15 p.m. Eastern Time, 15 minutes after market close for Tuesday, November 1st. U.S. equities were modestly lower as investors awaited tomorrow's conclusion of the Federal Open Market Committee meeting. The Fed is widely expected to hike the target for its Fed funds rate by another 75 basis points. On the economic front, the Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey, or JOLTS, posted an unexpected rebound indicating a still-tight labor market, which seems to be enhancing monetary policy tightening concerns. Reports on manufacturing showed that activity remained in expansion territory, while construction spending unexpectedly rose month over month. In equity news, pharmaceutical companies Eli Lilly and Pfizer both topped earnings estimates, while the former lowered its full-year guidance and the latter raised its outlook. Treasury yields were mixed, while the U.S. dollar ended little changed in choppy action. Crude oil prices gained ground and gold was higher. Asian stocks finished to the upside amid a host of mixed economic news and after the Reserve Bank of Australia hiked rates by 25 basis points for a second straight meeting. European markets were mostly higher in the wake of the mixed manufacturing data and ahead of tomorrow's decision by the Fed. The Dow Jones Industrial Average decreased 80 points, or 0.2%, to 32,653. The S&P 500 Index fell 16 points, or 0.4%, to 3,856. And the Nasdaq Composite was down 97 points, or 0.9%, to 10,891. In moderate volume, 4.4 billion shares of NYSE-listed stocks were traded, and 4.6 billion shares also changed hands on the Nasdaq. WTI crude oil gained $1.84 to $88.37 per barrel. Elsewhere, the gold spot price increased ten dollars and sixty cents to one thousand six hundred and fifty-one dollars and thirty cents per ounce, and the dollar index was nearly flat at one hundred and eleven point five four. In equity news on Tuesday, Pfizer ticker symbol PFE reported adjusted third quarter earnings per share of $1.78 above the $1.39 faxed estimate as revenues declined 6% year over year to $22.64 billion versus the expected $21.07 billion. Chief Financial Officer and Executive Vice President David Denton stated, quote, Third quarter results demonstrated commercial strength across many areas of our business, but was somewhat obscured by the incredibly strong performance in the prior year, end quote. The Pharmaceutical and Biotechnology Corporation raised the range of its full-year earnings per share and revenue guidance, despite the unfavorable impacts from foreign exchange. Shares of Pfizer rose. Eli Lillian Company, ticker symbol LLY, announced adjusted third-quarter earnings per share of $1.98, north of the forecasted $1.91, as revenues rose 2% year-over-year to $6.94 billion, well above the expected $6.89 billion. The increase in worldwide revenue was driven by a 14% increase in volume, which was partially offset by a 7% decrease as a result of lower realized prices, along with a 4% decrease from the impact of foreign exchange rates. The pharmaceutical company's chair and chief executive officer, David A. Ricks, said the company, quote, delivered another solid quarter with pipeline advancements across the portfolio, continued growth of key products, and impressive uptake from our recently launched medicine, Munjaro, for type 2 diabetes, end quote. The company reduced its earnings-per-share guidance and lowered its revenue range outlook by $300 million. Shares fell. Stocks have struggled to add to last week's sharp rise, with bond yields and the U.S. dollar pulling back a bit. Elevated Treasury yields and the U.S. dollar have added to global economic pressure and are threatening corporate profits, as discussed in the latest Schwab market perspective titled No Stopping the Fed. Meanwhile, third quarter earnings season has hit a higher gear, and Schwab's chief investment strategist, Lizanne Saunders, discusses in her latest article titled Disappearing Act Earnings, how earnings weakness is starting to materialize across a broader swath of industries with hits coming from a strong dollar, weaker demand, and aggressive monetary policy. You can follow Lizanne on Twitter, at Lizanne Saunders. Additionally, Schwab's chief global investment strategist, Jeffrey Kleintop, notes in his article titled, The End of Earnings Growth, the earnings outlook is dimming as the economy slows, which could result in cuts to earnings forecasts and downside for stocks. However, Jeff points out that UK earnings have been a surprising outperformer. You can follow Jeff on Twitter, at Jeffrey Kleintop. And you can read all of our market commentary on our Insights and Education page, and you can follow us on Twitter, at Schwab Research. In economic news on Tuesday, the October Institute for Supply Management, or ISM Manufacturing Index, showed that manufacturing activity fell but remained in expansion territory, The index declined to 50.2 from the prior month's unrevised 50.9 reading, its lowest level since May of 2020, and versus the estimate calling for a reading of 50, with 50 being the demarcation point between expansion and contraction. The decline came as new orders moved upward but remained in contraction territory, production growth nudged higher into expansion territory, and employment inched higher. Additionally, inventories grew at a slower pace, and supplier deliveries fell to its lowest level since 2009. Inflation pressures continued to ease, with the prices paid component dropping to 46.6 from 51.7. The final read on the S&P Global U.S. Manufacturing PMI Index for October unexpectedly rose into expansion territory, with a reading above 50. The index went up to 50.4 from the preliminarily reported 49.9 figure where forecasts called for it to remain. The Labor Department's Job Openings and Labor Turnover Survey, or JOLTS, a measure of unmet demand for labor, showed an unexpected increase to 10.7 million jobs available to be filled in September, well above estimates of 10 million, and versus August's upwardly revised level of 10.3 million. The report showed the hiring rate was 4%, slightly below August's 4.1% level, and total separations, which includes quits, layoffs, discharges, and other separations, declined slightly to 37 from August's 3.9% rate. Declined slightly to 3.7% from August's 3.9% rate. The quit rate for September remained at the prior month's 2.7% pace. Construction spending unexpectedly rose 0.2% month-over-month in September versus projections of a 0.5% decrease and compared to August's upwardly revised 0.6% drop. Residential spending increased 0.2% month-over-month while non-residential spending was unchanged. Treasury yields were mixed as the yield on the two-year note increased five basis points to 4.54%, while the yield on the 10-year note was down two basis points to 4.05%, and the 30-year bond rate fell eight basis points to 4.12%. The Federal Reserve's two-day November FOMC meeting began today and will culminate with the interest rate decision tomorrow. The markets are expecting another 75 basis point rate hike for a fourth straight meeting. Elevated bond yields and the U.S. dollar have fostered volatility in the markets, with the Fed leading a global monetary policy tightening charge. Schwab's chief fixed income strategist, Kathy Jones, discusses this in her article titled Markets to Fed Slow Down, You Move Too Fast. And how, if these trends continue, the Fed may end up slowing its pace of tightening but not stopping it. You can follow Kathy on Twitter, at Kathy Jones. In her article titled, Different Strings, Similar Story, Schwab's Lizanne Saunders discusses how a lot of attention has been paid to the elevated risk and announcement of a recession, but investors should instead focus on signals coming from leading economic indicators. Tomorrow, the Federal Open Market Committee, or FOMC, will conclude its two-day monetary policy meeting with the street widely expecting a fourth straight 75 basis point increase to the target for its Fed funds rate. Meanwhile, other reports on the economic calendar that are slated for release include the ADP employment change report, Forecasted to show 200,000 private sector payrolls were added during October, and the MBA Mortgage Applications Index for the week ended October twenty eighth. In international news on Tuesday, stocks in Europe were mostly higher as investors awaited the Federal Reserve's policy meeting, with expectations of a 75 basis point rate hike being announced tomorrow. A rate hike by the Fed would follow last week's monetary policy decision from the European Central Bank, which raised its benchmark interest rate by 75 basis points for a second time. The economic docket in the region was full today as the UK's manufacturing activity remained expansionary, with a reading above 50, and increase from the month prior, while Switzerland's manufacturing PMI declined more than expected but stayed in expansion territory. Additionally, Germany's import price index unexpectedly declined 0.9% month-over-month month and rose 29.8% year-over-year, year below the 31% estimate. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop notes in his latest article titled, Revenge of the Markets, how Markets can have more sway over policymakers than vice-versa, as demonstrated in the U.K. recently, as the U.K. announced a new prime minister last week after its former leader resigned following a failed tax-cutting plan that rocked the financial markets, particularly bonds and currencies. Jeff offers three ideas for what markets may compel other policymakers to do next. Mounting inflation worries have also added to the market uneasiness and have been exacerbated by the persistent energy crisis in the region due to the continued war in Ukraine. The euro and British pound lost ground versus the U.S. dollar while bond yields in the eurozone and the U.K. were lower. The U.K. FTSE 100 index rose 1.2%. France's CAC 40 index was up 0.9%. Germany's DAX index and Spain's IBEX 35 index gained 0.6%. Italy's FTSE MIB index climbed 0.5%, while Switzerland's Swiss market index fell 0.4%. Stocks in Asia finished broadly higher as Hong Kong and mainland Chinese growth stocks led the sharp rally. Rumors of a potential end to China's zero-COVID strategy early next year, which were later refuted by a government official, was the likely cause of the robust gains. The speculation surrounding China's potential end to its policies sparked a great deal of interest as the country continues to try to stabilize its economy that has been hampered by COVID-induced lockdowns. Schwab's Jeffrey Kleintop provides commentary on China's situation in his article titled China Q&A, Top 5 Questions, discussing various topics including inflationary concerns, currency movements, government policies, and more. The region was also bolstered by the Reserve Bank of Australia's decision to raise interest rates by 25 basis points for a second straight meeting to 2.85% in line with estimates, The previous meeting in October was the first time the Reserve Bank of Australia hiked rates by 25 basis points despite expectations for it to rise by twice that amount. The Reserve Bank of Australia lowered its GDP forecast and stated that it expects to raise rates further in the period ahead which will be determined by incoming data as well as the outlook for inflation and the labour market. A host of international manufacturing PMI reports were released As data from China showed PMI remained contractionary with a reading below 50 but rose more than forecast, and Japan's activity remained at the previous month's expansionary figure with a reading above 50 as expected. Additionally, Australia's PMI declined more than anticipated but remained expansionary. South Korea's activity rose but lingered in contraction territory, and India's manufacturing data stayed in expansion territory following a sharper-than-expected rise. In other economic news, South Korea's trade deficit was much wider than expected. Australia's commodity prices rose 22.4% year-over-year compared to the prior month's 30.6% growth rate, and Hong Kong's retail sales rose 0.2% year over year in September versus August's 0.1% decline. The region also continued to digest equity reports as shares of Toyota Motor Corporation, ticker symbol TM, declined after missing earnings expectations and lowering its full-year production target due to a persistent shortage of chips. However, the automotive manufacturer did raise its full-year sales target. Japan's Nikkei 225 index increased 0.3%, with the yen showing some weakness and remaining at multi-decade lows versus the U.S. dollar. The Hong Kong Hang Seng Index led the rally, soaring 5.2%, and China's Shanghai Composite Index climbed 2.6%. South Korea's KOSPI Index gained 1.8%, Australia's S&P ASX 200 index rose 1.7%, and India's S&P BSE Sensex 30 index was 0.6% higher. Tomorrow's international economic calendar will offer a number of manufacturing PMIs that didn't make today's docket, as well as South Korean CPI and trade data and employment figures from Germany.